Dave Patrick, it's your Thanksgiving week show. Happy Thanksgiving. Are we talking any politics today or should we just forego all the politics yeah, for go. your personal we'll, life we'll forego. and Thanksgiving <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> I don't know about for my personal life. We'll forego th- politics today, I think, right? Well, what Let's you be guys- positive. Okay, wait. I, you know what? It's so funny you say that because I was going to challenge you on this podcast. Like, what if for one week you could only tweet positive things? Because normally, you know what? okay, <laughs> uh, all right. You know what? Because I usually this wake up week, and I look on Twitter and you're like, oh. This week I will only tweet positive things. Are you saying Do you think I can make it? I actually don't think you can. I'm There's gonna, no way. All right, there's a challenge. It's down. What are we betting? Um. Oh, that's a good thing. Okay, what should we bet? Because uh, I don't think there's any way you could do it. I think the only way you <laughs> could do it. I'll forget and not do it, so you'll definitely <laughs> win this. <laughs> the only way you could win this is if you either lose just my choose phone. to lose your <laughs> phone, not to tweet at all. There's no way. I log on, and it's so funny. Like, everything you write, ugh, toxic word of the year, features picture of Brett Kavanaugh. What is this? Is that <laughs> right, though? Uh, no, we, we're not talking politics here, but is that right? Well, we're, and we're discussing, like, okay, so Oxford Dictionary named toxic word of the year. Yep. Amongst gaslighting is also one of the words of the year. Please. And it's essentially, they kind of research how often it's used, right? And in the sense of, like, oh, people talk about whether it's a, I'm over the toxic energy here or toxic masculinity. Well, masculinity. What was the other one that made the list? Techlash? Techlash? You know, as opposed to backlash. So when tech so, tech companies like Google and Facebook do, you know, steal like all sell your, all our info, yeah, steal your identity and like ruin your life. <laughs> yeah, it's I a guess tech lash. They're getting a tech lash. Like anyway. a, is that like a tongue lashing kind of? No, and, it's like your backlash. Like more and no, more I people get it. are it's backlash, deleting. tongue lash, yeah. tech lash. By the way, on last week's podcast, yeah, I um I owe you a, an apology for w- what? I know those words don't come out of my uh, that word doesn't come <laughs> out. Are off. you? You were, you nailed the Allen Iverson reference. I was thinking it was Herm Edwards, but oh no, the practice. practice you, yes, I don't know why I had Herm Edwards. I was thinking because he was talking. It's about football, right? The whole thing, but you nailed it. You I nailed know, it. I, I know what do people? How did this? How did you? You I, just listen back. When I was listening back, realized... I was like, uh, I was trying to think. Uh, was it Allen Iverson? And you nailed. Okay. Like well, you, within seconds, you were like Allen Iverson. Oh, that's like a famous, yeah. Good job. You've seen that like quote know, over I and just, over. And I mean, honestly, that is the one guy you're like, mm, I don't know. Does he really need to go to practice? I mean, he really was that good. Yeah. Practice is overrated. <laughs> so I tell my kids. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no. That's kidding, your kidding, advice. Kidding, kidding, kidding. Um, so, so you're going to Detroit. I'm going to Detroit. What do you for... eat for? Are you traditional turkey, sides, I, and anything it, special? Any like family I'm recipe? Back on the meat train. Last year I was vegan, but I can no longer do it. A vegan Thanksgiving. Yeah, you do a, a tofu. Sounds so exciting. <laughs> I'm like just craving. You do like the turkey out of tofu or seitan. <laughs> Hello? I'm, Hello? Star- I'm just, I'm like so silence here, just staring at her. Like, it's not very good. It's, believe me, it's okay. not good. So you're back on the meat train. I'm back on the meat train. Uh, so I'll do like a little, but you know what? Who's I'm actually cooking? not a big Dan's Thanksgiving family? fan. Yeah. I, I sort of am like, I could yeah. eat that whole turkey stuffing thing we had our ho- We had our uh, Fox 5 Thanksgiving. It was nice. How was it? I saw that you uh, it tweeted was very, out. It was great. It's nice to do. A lot of food, tons of food, tons of desserts. Oh, my God. I know. I, and I actually saw Kyle, uh, who's the assistant news director here, was making his own. Actually, that looked really good. bread pudding, his yeah, bread it was very good. <laughs> I, I, I was like, oh, so Kyle, I tried the, really I tried the six slivers of six different pies, thinking it was only one piece. Oh, God. That's, that's probably like three pieces. <laughs> I didn't feel so good last night. Now, what are you going to do? Do you cook? Like, do you no, and Kristen do cook. everything for your kids? Like, do your parents come? Like, what no, happens? No, in it's house? actually just going to be us. We're uh, going to North Carolina and um, just relaxing. My daughter, is, she has to work Monday and Tuesday. Uh, so she'll fly in. Um, Tomorrow, Wednesday. She had to work Monday, Tuesday, so she'll fly in Wednesday morning. Got it. Uh, my son is driving from college straight there, here. Um, and then... You guys will have your Thanksgiving, and then they all have some golf. To oh, you'll golf? Okay. Try not to tweet negative things. <laughs> That'll be like... I'm not a turkey guy either, though. I'm like, can, yeah, like, can we have something else? But then what do you do? Ham, ugh. Like, I what, know. Steaks, it's so... steaks on the grill in North Carolina? Yeah, that sounds better. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know. I'm not. We're a gonna have some friends fan. over, so I think there'll be seven of us for dinner. So not very small. What do your parents do? You're like so close. I always see you uh, social media about your parents. Where are they? Uh, they'll be up in uh, New Jersey. They're not making the drive. No, <laughs> please drive. <laughs> okay. They're My not mother driving. complains about driving like. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, can't drive. Can't drive. <laughs> Love your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't alienate our listeners here. Yeah, so it's kind of relatively quiet. And then Dan is from outside Detroit, so we all have to watch the Detroit Lions game, which is just I, I assume awful. you're watching, watching the Michigan-Ohio State game that Saturday on I'm Fox. sure we'll have to watch all of them. Is he a Michigan fan? <laughs> like, does he root for... Yeah, he's, he's a Michigan State alum. Oh, Michigan so, State. That's yeah, the big Michigan State. Difference. Big difference oh. than Michigan, right. So, so he, he's not a fan of Michigan. Oh, so he's not. So you may... But he hates Ohio State more, so he probably will root for Michigan. I know. It gets complicated. It really does. It really does. So we always have to watch football, which... Ugh. Nothing wrong with that. I know, but on Thanksgiving... What else do you do in Detroit? Uh, well, that's a good, that's a good point. That's <laughs> yeah. a good point. Okay. It's football, <laughs> it's football. or drinking. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah. There's not much else to do. That'll be it. Yeah, Thanksgiving is sort of my least favorite By the way, holiday. one of my favorite movies of all time is Gross Point Blank. Oh, yeah, that, that film is right really good. right outside of uh, Detroit. Yeah, in Gross Point, yeah. Yeah. I know, which is actually really Hence beautiful. Hence the name, Gross Point Blank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's actually like a really nice oh, it's great movie. section of, yeah, and it's a great part of Michigan, too. Dan Aykroyd, John Cusack. I know, that was a really funny film. Yeah, I might watch that again. So that's what we'll be doing for Thanksgiving, but we wanted to kind of do like a lighter pop culture show and just yeah. talk about a bunch of different things. So um, I wanted to ask you this because I was really fascinated. GQ came out with this story that now, you know, we hear all these stories that really like hot women in the workplace, it's hard for them to get ahead. Other women don't like them. Men don't want to hire them. Women don't want to hire them either. Now GQ has done a survey with Daily Mail that says that really attractive men it's very hard for them in their career. And in fact, mm. other guys don't want to hire them. Now, what's your <laughs> deal? Like, are you intimidated by other really attractive guys? Like, what? I don't know. Because you're in the news business. And yet, I don't know. I feel like you ought to be hiring hotter men to anchor. So what's going on here? Are you, like, intimidated? What? Sarah, we don't let appearances <laughs> dictate who we hire. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I'm feet. not intimidated either way. Not, like, do uh, you think this survey is I'm, true? They I'll say be this the first, survey. Like I'll be a whole, like I'll say, oh, he's a good looking guy. Like I don't, I don't shy away from. I mean, listen, it depends. Like somebody will think, my wife will say, "Oh, that guy's good looking," and I'll be like, "Really?" And then there's others where I'm like, "Oh, he's a pretty good looking guy." Yeah, oh, yeah, he is. But or, never. So, do you I mean, think in the workplace, no. no obviously, I don't here. let it in, enter in the workplace <laughs> at all. We'll just give our discussion. I mean, here, of course, we. You know, you hire people based on their accolades, of course, and if they're qualified for the job. But hypothetically speaking, in other workplaces, do you think <laughs> this is true? That other men are intimidated by men's good looks? Um, I would find that hard to believe. I think men have, a, unfortunately, have had an advantage in the workplace <laughs> for years and years. Yes. So to have an article come out that, oh, men are having a difficult time because they're good looking seems a little disingenuous you're not buying it i'm not buying it okay i could see this though i could see I that mean, there from could be a, some from men i do from a female's perspective though and you you i can't answer this <laughs> you would have to do that <laughs> are you intimidated by really attractive women in the workplace like is there cattiness is there like like oh my god she's so no, but I do think that in general it does hurt. I I think it does hurt women. I would think a I would think a really because attractive think, female might be at a more more of a disadvantage than a really attractive male. Yeah, would no, you I agree with that. I would. Or does I it depend would, on? I don't know. Or I does it depend on the level. industry and who's hiring? I think it, there, it depends on the industry because I, I do think there's a level. And I think here's the thing is like when I see somebody extremely good looking, I'm always like, all right, something's going to be missing, right? This person's either probably the not the sharpest tool in the shed. Do, do, like, most of you, do you and your girlfriends for the most part agree on who's good looking and who's not? Or do you have varying yeah, degrees yeah. of? I, um, mean, I know each person maybe has their type. No, I think but it's good looking, good looking. It's pretty much yeah. he's good looking, he's going, he's not. Except for I have this odd attraction to Kid Rock, who I think <laughs> is like super hot, even okay. though he looks so. But not if he attractive. wasn't Kid Rock, no, I no, I would okay, never be. So. No, please, no. 
It's the whole persona. I used to say that about Sylvester Stallone. Oh, like Sylvester Stallone, I used no to one say would if find you saw, attractive. Right, if you saw Sylvester Stallone in a bar and he wasn't Sylvester Stallone, no right. one would think he was attractive. It's true, because in real life, he's like 5'4", right? He's like uh, a really uh, short dude. He might be, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, a little taller than that, I think. But yeah, he's very short. But not by much. I mean, the guy's a short guy. So are you guy. saying short people can't be attractive, Sarah? <laughs> no, that's a whole other thing. Poor short people. <laughs> I, I am short. You're not short for a female, though. How tall are you? 5'3". That's not... I mean, it's short. It's that's on the short. shorter side. It's not short. 4'11 would be short for a female. 4'11", yeah. Five foot. I mean, I think 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, for a male is short. Well, anyway, I thought that survey I'm was five, interesting. 5'10 and a quarter. You are? Really? 5'10"? <laughs> okay. Don't forget the quarter. <laughs> <laughs> no, one, no one is counting that. There's no way. Um, oh, I'm getting shorter, though, as I get older. Are you? You're yeah. beginning to shrink? Really? No. You're not that old. I'm on the I'm on the back side of my life, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm in the latter third. <laughs> the latter third. All right. Um, well, okay, I was I was fascinated to see what That's you thought about though. that. That's interesting though. Some of those I, articles I do. I think are... the hotter you are, you are discriminated against. Like I mean, people they're... don't like somebody in the workplace that's too attractive. I could name names here, but I won't. I could see that. Like that general statement you just made. Yes, <laughs> I could true. see that. But I don't. I think it's it sounds like a little self-serving article. To um, me. What's going on? All right. Let's talk Jim Acosta really quickly. Yes. His um, credentials were reinstated. They were. Uh, are you surprised? No, I think it was the right decision uh, by the judge. Uh, even though I has, have said <laughs> previously, I think he steps over the line. I think he's been rude. And I think he's made it about Jim Acosta. I, I think the temporary restraining order... The Judge Kelly, um, which in in essence forced the White House to give him his press credentials back immediately, was the decision was based on the fact that she uh, he ruled that the White House did not give him due process. Oh, he okay, had the hard it. pass. They revoked it immediately without due process. Okay. They did not rule on the merits of if he's guaranteed or or if they could eventually. Pull the hard pass. Um, there's no First Amendment issue rulings in this uh, temporary restraining order, being, uh, him being reinstated on the hard pass uh, issue. But I think it was the right decision. And we'll see if CNN continues to sue. We'll see if the White House, maybe they... It blows over. They and make they just up like, and they reinstate it. And uh, Yeah, it seems like they should because that just is a huge... I do, like his, his statement <laughs> after it was time to get back to work, which I thought was good. Yeah, moving on. Rather yeah, than something, forward. you know, more self-serving. So so we'll see. Okay, well, we wanted to talk that little bit of politics. But I, real quick, a little, I, do, I do not think the White House should have criteria for them to determine who gets a hard pass and who doesn't. To me, because then you get into a dangerous territory from a free press standpoint. You know, you know, to, yeah. me, to me, it should be, okay, this organization gets X amount or this individual's uh, White House correspondent for that or news organization, and they get a pass. Now, obviously, if they truly do something egregious, threatening, violate White House policy, that's a different story. But short of that, the White House should not be setting a criteria for who gets access to, to the White House. That's amazing. I like how you're fighting for free press. All right. I'm in the business. I know. <laughs> that doesn't mean... That, listen, there, there, I think that... Real quick, I know we said we weren't going to talk politics, but a lot of people conflate this argument. You can be for free press and still think the press has overstepped with this president. Yeah, that's true. I Yeah. I just like to Two things can be true. No, and I mean that too. We're in a society now, people think only one thing can be true in an argument. Yeah. Multiple yeah. things can be true. The press can be a bunch of whiny... Acting bias. like a biased, yeah. whiny brats, but also the the the, the free press <laughs> having a having a, a free press is is critical to our democracy and and super super important. Well, it's scary when um, you know institutions like the White House start deciding who can report what, who can ask. I think that's the scariest part. I will say, and I'm going to be a little critical of the White House now. It's they seem to like. One of the things the judge judge said was, like, they couldn't really decide why they pulled the pass. Like, first it was 
you know, he put her ha- his hands on the woman, the intern, right, and then it right, was because right. he you know wouldn't give up the mic, and they don't they weren't really sure who made the decision. They couldn't say, hey, this was so and so's decision. That's not unlike <laughs> past uh, quick decisions from this White House, right? Right. Yeah. And then they end up kind of right, backtracking. Again, backtracking right. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk a little Super Bowl news. There is yes. now a petition getting thousands of signatures for Maroon 5, who are headlining the Super Bowl halftime show in 2019, to pull out of that in support of, um, of course, Colin Kaepernick and kind of you know standing up to the NFL. Do you have any thoughts on that? That's kind of a, been a big pop culture story this week. Um, no, I have no thoughts on it. <laughs> What? I think it's ridiculous, right? Yeah, because we talked. Amy Schumer, of course, came out and said uh, probably about a well, month, month yeah, and a half ago. We talked about this. Yeah, we talked about that. No she one was, was. I'm not doing any. No one was asking her to be in an ad. So Rihanna turned it down. No, no. I I think I think these online petitions are ridiculous. You know what I think is interesting, though, and I don't know if you saw the story, but the NFL. Now, I don't even know. There do was I the, think Maroon Five is at the level of? Being the main act at the halftime of the Super Bowl, no. But I don't think they should pull out because you don't think they're that big. They're huge. Are they? Yes. Oh my god. I don't think so. Maroon Five has like tons of. They've continued for like ten years to have like chart-topping songs almost every single year. That's that's difficult to do. Yeah, and Adam Levine but, is still relevant. But are not iconic. Like to me, I think Super Bowl. I think iconic. Now, there's been previous halftime hosts or performers that haven't been iconic. But when I think of the great Super Bowl performances at halftime, it's the U2s, it's the Prince, it's, you know, I mean, listen, Bruno Mars was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, he's amazing. Katy Perry. But I think Bruno Mars is a bigger icon than Maroon 5. Really? I mean, listen, I think Maroon 5's good. Wow. But to me, you know, you're hosting The Voice. I'm not sure you should do the halftime of the Super Bowl. <laughs> who would you, by the way, who would you like to see? Like if if, if for some reason they did pull out, they have 39,000 signatures so far on this petition. Uh, Maroon 5 has not pulled out as of yet that we know of. Um, who do you think should be headlining this year? Um, I'd have to give that some thought. But um, maybe the, maybe the, um, who, who's the... Um, the young, the young little kid who does the young little kid, <laughs> Justin Bieber. What's no, no, no. The kid, little... the kid that keeps showing up. He, he had that viral video. Are you talking about the kid with the cowboy hat? That's yeah. so ridiculous. And yeah. like always gives him what? Let's have him do it. You went from arguing that it should be icon to a viral sensation. I'd like to see a rock band. Like a like a legacy rock. There's not many left. But I was gonna say, yeah, who's left? Like a journey, like an old, like a retro. Hmm. I don't. They would never do that. But like a. Uh, now, has it surprised you? I don't know if you Van saw Van Halen. Van Halen. <laughs> journey. <laughs> Van Billy Halen. Squire. These are <laughs> concerts I went to when I was growing up. Okay, this is like. <laughs> All right, we're dating this podcast. Yes, we are. Um. But did you also see the story that was put out this week that essentially NFL ratings are now back on the uh, increase because they feel that they haven't been showing any of the kneeling? There hasn't been any kneeling, and think, now people are returning well, to football. That's kind of depressing. I, I tweeted something last. I think it's. I think there's a few reasons, and that's possibly one. I'm not sure they can prove that. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, know. There's that they no. Can... I don't know if they could prove causation there, but I think it's a few things. If you look around the stadiums, the games that are being telecast. A lot of empty seats. A lot of empty seats. Obviously, we know the Redskins are at an all-time low on attendance. They're the lowest uh, uh, in the league right now. But, you know, at L- L.A. last week, the Rams, who are 9-1. and one, I know, yeah, the Rams are actually good. The empty seats. The Tampa Bay Stadium was completely empty when the Redskins played them. I think people are staying home and watching. Why do you think... F- Money? Just, well, I asked the question the and so I got high. some responses. I think it's expense. I think it's time commitment. I think it's rowdy drunk fans. I think the experience do with the... Do you really think it's a rowdy yeah, drunk? Yeah, I do. What? Come on. No, I do. Who I think, cares I if think, people get well, drunk? Well, 20 years ago when the, the husband went, you know, for the whole day, partied with his boys to the game, it's... the. 
the league needs families. And honestly, you're not bringing 10, 12-year-old boys and girls to these games. And the fans are so drunk all the time now. <laughs> I mean, you laugh, but it's like you look at Barstool. Do you follow I do. Barstool? Maybe I need to have a kid because I really... I, I There's fights constantly. There's cursing. It's I, Listen, I, I think it's it's a real issue. I do. You, you go to a hockey game, there's no fights. Except well, for not on the, on the stands, on, yeah, right. but, on the but court. Th- there's or on just the not. Ice. There's, you know, and now with tickets not being sold by the home team, you have more influx of competitive uh, opposing team fans. I, I just. I, but I, I, what would be the difference I, between hockey fans and? Well, one, the, you don't fans. get a lot of. Like, why would they get, behave differently? You don't get a lot of the opposing team. A lot of the games are midweek. So there's less drinking. People have to go to work the next day. I see. I see I, there's I see. just a lot of factors that feed into it. You know, listen, for you to really get your money's worth going to a game, to go to a Redskin game when they were really selling out, a one o'clock game, you'd have to leave my house at ten o'clock in the morning. Right. And that's late. You get there at ten forty five, eleven, eleven fifteen, a little tailgating, two, three beers, going to the stadium, three, four, five more beers. You know, my, it, it's just it becomes a nine, ten hour day. Of drinking, I'm not saying that's not fun, but it. Plus, I, I listen. I think the home experience now, with the TVs that are phenomenal, the red zone and all these other things. I just listen. I don't think there's one answer. I think it's a cumulative nature of why people are watching more at home. Right. So to listen, our Thursday night game last week. I mean, Seahawks Packers. It was like. Had huge ratings. Huge ratings. Now, it's a great game. It went down to the wire. Aaron Rodgers versus Russell Wilson. It was a great game. But, listen, I also think the league's very competitive this year. So Yeah, so you're getting good games, and then people are tuning in to that. Um, You know, we kind of joke about your Twitter habits, but Jack Dorsey, (laughs) the CEO of of Twitter, he came out and said that he's really considering doing an editing button to Twitter. And he also said that people need to stop worrying about how many followers that they have, that followers don't matter. They continue to clear out a lot of fake accounts that happen. And essentially that he he says those numbers are really false. Is that why I went from 1,700 to six? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, a lot of bots had had followed you do you think there should be an edit button well he's saying there would be restrictions like within like you know how lots of times you just make some sort of stupid ass drunk treat and like i i I needed the edit button the other day because kevin mccarthy the politician was trending so i was like oh poor kevin mccarthy tv Every time that happens, he gets all this hate. But you sent it to Kevin McCarthy. Right. So, so you like, actually uh, sent it to the wrong Kevin Yes. Kevin. So then I'm like, I got to go back, edit. It, but you can't. You just have to delete the whole yeah, tweet I, and start it, again. It actually happened to me last night. I tweeted um, a, a picture. Uh, Would you tweet? World door- is ending. I've no, had no. it. So, so <laughs> last week, New York had um, an off with the snowstorm. Okay. Right? Oh, yeah, snowstorm. yeah, yeah. I did see your tweets. I saw it. But it was... So, like New York City was absolute chaos. People were in stranded for 10, 12 hours. Students had to sleep on buses. The mayor's a disaster up there. That's just. Oh, you're not a fan. Oh, worst, worst ever. Seriously, worst. But um, that's not what we're talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're getting back. You need to. Edit I tweeted a, tweet. a picture of a crowded. I thought it was Penn Station. It was Port Authority. Not a big deal. But oh, I had to then retweet that. Correction, Port Authority, not Penn Station. I think, yeah, they definitely need to now add that's the a, edit button. That, that one, that, like, there's no, more you, serious things that you need to edit. Yeah, yeah. you want to have edit, I think. Because um, I think, does Instagram has edit? Oh, yeah, you can edit at any time, your yeah, caption. Yeah, Facebook has edit, right? Yeah, yeah. Twitter's late to the game. You think followers matter as much? Uh, listen, I have 1,700, so to me, no. Um... Listen, I think I think it's interesting you say that because when we look at hiring talent, yeah, right. You're I probably look at always that. looking at who, how many people. They well, I look at following. their engagement. I look at how you know. Listen, I think followers is one metric. Engagement, how how often people engage with them, um, and the type of engagement that they have. It's a metric we look at both prior to hiring someone and then certainly once they're hired. Listen, I think you could have 10,000 followers and get more accomplished than 25,000 followers. Yeah. But to say followers 
don't matter. I mean, listen, when you have a million followers, that matters. Your well, influence but- to some degree is dependent on the amount of people you're reaching with that tweet, right? I think what he's basically arguing is the hardest part for these companies is like proving real followers, real followers. Yeah, and, I get and that. And to some degree now. So, but but again, I, I to your point, I don't think people care. listen. If I see somebody has forty thousand, if I found out it was thirty five because they had five thousand dollar fake accounts, five thousand. Yeah. That doesn't matter to me. Like, that's not. Big, I mean, yeah. unless they paid for them on purpose. Well, I mean, eventually, I mean, essentially, it's becoming pay to play. Like now, because you can pay to have your your tweet boosted on Instagram and Facebook. I mean, to yeah. generate new likes, I don't you have like to pay the new to Twitter get where your... I see the the videos. You know, where like what's trending up top and the like. It's a... all sponsored now. I know. Yeah, it's all like promoted, promoted. Yeah, I mean, they have to to make money. But that's why I just feel like it's going to kill social media. It's going to make it irrelevant. We're probably going to all be off Twitter soon, right? Um, I think it's going to take a while. I think it's going to take longer than we think. Facebook? I think it still has a shelf life of another I seven mean, Facebook's years. Facebook's in trouble. I mean, are we in agreement there? Yeah. Um, are we in agreement there? The problem is, is they own Instagram, and I think Instagram for now, like the no one, no one has come out with something similar to Instagram where people are fleeing that and going to it. And it's the same with Twitter, right? Like, there's so a lot of Snapchat's not that. And Snapchat has been killed by Instagram because Mark Zuckerberg is a genius in the sense that he took everything they were doing and right. essentially made it better, more functioning, easier, and added all these other things before Snapchat. And now these Snapchat guys were great. They created all these awesome filters, but they're having a really hard time. I think it depends on how you use Twitter. I mean, listen, I think from a social standpoint, it's good. Um, it's As a news source, I think it's good. I mean, depending on who you're following, right? Yeah, right, right. Um, I do think, though, the 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 anger and the rhetoric on Twitter, and the the the, the fat shaming and the ridiculing and the calling out every mistake, it just it feeds itself on Twitter more than any other social media. I think Facebook I, seems much nicer to me. Yeah. Than Twitter. Well, Facebook's all about your personal confession right. and now just like Plus, sharing I'm not, a you're story not following opinion. for the most part on Facebook you're following people you like right. or like you rather than Twitter you're following every like you're yeah. following a lot. Um I wanted to ask you too how you felt about the this story has been big in lots of discussions but the homeless guy in Pennsylvania that was helped by the couple New Jersey, right? Wasn't it New Jersey? It, sorry, yes, yeah. in New Jersey. Uh, the GoFundMe is now a, an entire scam. Yeah, and in fact, were, that he was in on it. They're all in on Isn't it. Isn't this story a story that just keeps getting like better and better? I'm like, what are the chances? So so back up. So this first couple, of all, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Explain well, it. I was going to say, this couple, um, almost going on about a year ago, this, this woman essentially was like out of gas. This homeless guy goes, here, this is my last $20. I'll help you like get you know whatever gas so you can leave. So she takes a picture of him and she's like, can you believe this guy helped me out? Let's start a GoFundMe. He's homeless. He's on the street. Over $400,000 in donations, supposedly, to this guy. Now, for several months, everybody thought it was all good, that the guy was getting the money, he was getting back on his feet. Well, come to find out about a month ago, he says, no, this couple's been withholding the money. They've been spending it on lavish trips and yep. Louis Vuitton handbags, and he only received $75,000. But update, in the past week, they're going, oh, he was in on it. Yeah, he was in on the scam. What? But here's my thing. How do you even... How did they even know that it would go viral? Like, what? These guys are pretty good scammers. Like, you create that. Well, I mean, listen. And then it I, works. Think, I think there's a greater chance it goes viral than not, based on the story and the circumstances. But listen, I, <laughs> I, I think the entire thing. They should be arrested for anything and and thrown why in jail. Why should they be arrested? Here's my thing: is like, I, what do you mean? Why should they be arrested? Okay, because GoFundMe. First of all, GoFundMe is a total scam. Exactly. I think Why the entire... should these people be charged with anything? You guys, GoFundMe clearly states when you donate, hey, once you donate, your donation is final. We cannot guarantee that we know this is a scam or not a scam. We do our best. Donate at your own risk. Okay? All these people gave this money. They went on their word. And now what are these guys going to be charged with? And GoFundMe, by the way, has said we'll reimburse everyone, which is amazing. I guess they're doing that. There has they don't to be get... some sort of fraud there. There has to be some sort what? of statute that I don't they, think much is going to stay defrauded the public. I mean, but you like but, you're I mean, donating they, at your own risk. 
I'm not saying GoFundMe is in trouble at all. I think what they did has some... There has to be a statute that they can get them with for defrauding well, the public to raise money. Now they're all being charged. They're yeah. being charged but with, with fraud. What, fraud and, yeah. yeah, and deception. It's, like, it's and, like people, and these are awful stories, people have said they've had cancer or a friend have had cancer and they donate, please donate to me. I need help with the treatments. I can't afford it. And they've been arrested. So They've I, all I been charged it, with conspiracy and theft by deception. Yep, there you go. So they're going to be continue and and GoFundMe has said that they will refund everyone's money money that's pretty amazing they have to I think you do yeah don't you think I don't know I mean it is I look it, yeah I mean I it's definitely the right thing for GoFundMe to do and I, I think mean, it, it's interesting we've talked in our editorial meetings here about like do we promote the GoFundMe side of stories it seems like there's always a pop-up GoFundMe page now for everything everything the new, every news organization in the country is like oh they got a GoFundMe page you know, listen, and the problem now is I'm sure GoFundMe does some great things for people who really need it, but now it's out of control, right? Um, well, it's one of those things. Like, I'm always torn. You know what I'm torn about with GoFundMe is y- people die tragically, you know, all the time, right? Like, a lot of the GoFundMes now are a, a friend or a neighbor, and it's like, hey, the dad, like, suddenly passed away, and, you know, uh, he's got three kids, no and the insurance. mom likes to... But then I'm kind of like, I always think, and this is like the heartless side of me, I'm always like, <laughs> so we should pay for the fact that you didn't plan with life insurance? Yeah. I mean, I'm a little like... But then there's different cases, right? Yeah, you right. know, the, the dad who's like terminally ill and you know a whole bunch of shit their house burned down like all this shit happened they use all their you know then I'm like yeah you know what the community should get behind them and they need like a hundred thousand but then it seems like the minute a family member dies everyone's like hey uh, mom died and uh, she's got three kids it's like but did anyone plan and why should we pay for everyone see this is like the conservative side of me the one thing that (laughs) I'm like but I you also didn't have life insurance also policy, so people, I get Are people, like, they're doing GoFundMe pages for their wedding or for their honeymoon? Absolutely, everything. It's ridiculous. I actually, just for my other... I will never. I want to ask you this, because I just now, got granted, approached... I give cash as a gift at weddings, so in essence, I am probably contributing to their honeymoon, but I would never donate to a GoFundMe page to pay for someone's honeymoon. Would you a, give somebody money for their wedding to buy a pet? I was just approached. What do you mean? Okay, so. Do I know they're going to buy a pet with this? (laughs) Like they've registered for a pet. Because, you know, designer dogs, right? Like I always say, I live in Arlington, Virginia. The dog there is the. Absolutely not. Is the bulldog, right? Is the French bulldog is the official dog of Arlington. Every millennial has one, right? But these dogs, if you get them really purebred, are like $3,500 or $4,000. So for my other podcast show, I was just approached by a wedding registry where one of the options is you can donate to the couple's dream dog. No. Would you donate? No. Why do you care, though? You're going to give them 100 bucks anyway. If they want the $3,500 French Bulldog, would you donate to that? I need to have proof they're buying this dog. (laughs) I also think you should be able to post-date your checks for a wedding. And if they get divorced or separated within a year, you get your money back. No, I'm being totally serious right now. That's so like... Why? Do you know how many checks I've written and like six months later they're not together anymore? <laughs> Screw you. We're your friends, really? There's a lot? There's been a couple. Really? A few. Did you? Handful. You would never ask for the money back. How do I, they, they can't predict that. No one can predict well, that. It's probably a GoFundMe scam. It's the old version. <laughs> Let's get married. Let's we'll get, get, we'll get, thir- we'll get 30 grand and then uh, we'll break up. But they do, then they'll need the money for the divorce attorney. Oh, if they have no kids, please. They're only married six months. Wow. So so you draw the line at, you want your money back, six-month so, uh, window, I've also, no designer I've dog. also read, so people are not getting married, but they're making, they're not making believe they're getting married, but they're having all the ceremony stuff, asking for the gifts, uh-huh. but not going to get married. Yeah, I feel like I'm almost at that point. And, like, if it doesn't work out with Dan, I'm going to marry myself and invite people, and I want gifts. <laughs> no, but, like, you and Dan would say, hey, you know, we're going to, uh, we're not going to get married, but we're going to make a commitment for uh-huh. life together. Yeah. Please send me money. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Don't you feel like we should? I mean, I go to so many baby showers. I go to so many other weddings. I go to so many people's um, birthday parties where they still, like, do a cash box. Yeah. It's it's time for you all well, to listen, return. Listen, I grew up Italian. We do a cash box at funerals. So <laughs> there you <laughs> I go. Mean, we got we got some you know 
Anytime. Some, 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 some cousin walking around with like a box at the funeral. Donations. Yeah. See, and now we give GoFundMe a hard time. Maybe. And if you don't donate, donate, you're like. Yeah, they keep your name. They keep know your name. You don't get to come to the repass. <laughs> <laughs> what else for your Thanksgiving show? Is there anything else you want to cover? I mean, this is amazing. We've got to really see if you can tweet positive things. I'm going to try to tweet positive or not oh, negative yeah, I things. Die. I love your Twitter feed every day. It's I'll like, just this re- is ridiculous. Now, that, does it count if I retweet negative things? Yes. Okay. Yes, you're, oh, I'm just saying. You're always anxious. I, every day I'm trying to look up, for a loophole. It's I like, log on it's to like yours, when I say like, I'm going to lose 15 pounds. I'm like the 17 minutes after making that claim, I'm looking for a loophole. Well, it's only light beer. It's only half a piece of pizza. <laughs> it would be amazing. I don't know. I, people would be shocked. If what you, are you thankful for? Oh, my God, my life. I mean... That sounds really cliche, but yeah, <laughs> live. No, I, I honestly tell people, like, I I have the best life. Like, I never, what more can you want? If you have your health, yeah. if you, I live in a great area, I can afford to shop at Whole Foods. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Living the dream. I'm living this dream. That is the dream, <laughs> right? Yeah. What about you? I mean, obviously my family, my wife, my two kids are healthy, happy, uh, I think. Um, no, I mean, I the kids seem happy, right? Yeah, no, yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, they're happy, um, doing well, knock wood. I always have to, I'm very superstitious. You, you know are, I, do you know, I have to walk around in my pocket with a penny on heads all the time. What you yeah. do? I have a penny obsession. So what happens if you find a penny and it's tails down? You oh, won't pick, I don't it, pick up. it up, or if really? I have one in my pocket and I take it out of my pants and it turns tails, can't touch that. Really? Unless it somehow becomes heads again without me intervening. Okay, and what it's do you think thing. that this penny has done for you? And I have to knock wood. I don't know. It's just a, like a... You just keep it as like a... Yeah. Yeah, you feel like it's... So my wife and I were at... <clears throat> um, we go over to like the Luckett's, you know, Luckett's in oh, Virginia. Yeah. And uh, antiquing or whatever. And uh, we, she thinks I'm crazy with this obsession. So we find this table... Okay. A guy made or a woman made, and it was, you know, lacquer and gorgeous, beautiful wood, like a like a like probably five hundred pennies, like underneath the lacquer. You okay, know, like, sure, yeah, sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever it's it. called. Yep, I don't yep. know the technical term. And every penny was on heads. It was amazing. I'm like, I <laughs> have like, to. I need to buy. Oh this. my god, I was like a little kid in like you know, Toys R Us like, when you were five. I'm like one. Freaking penny was on tails in the entire, on the entire table. Wouldn't buy it. Really? Nope. So you, so you look at this table. At first, it seems like they're all on heads, but you I find one. I went through every row and every penny. I found one penny on tails, and that was it. That was it. Couldn't have it. Really? Bad luck. That's quite superstitious. Yeah, I'm a little freakish. Okay. I need. I but need. then I always, when people are superstitious, I'm always like, well, I mean, you do. You you have a good life, so, so maybe when, that's been when it, I was but... uh, well. I'm always like, what, what kind of luck has it brought you? I, I don't think it, like, saves big things. It's just, like, in my head, like, a little, you know, a little luck. Like, people carry, like, yeah, I'm sure yeah. everyone has a lucky thing. Sure. But I am superstitious, especially with sports. So, my son's soccer team was making a run through the playoffs, and um, I refused to wear something different. Okay, so every game. Every game. Same outfit. Same outfit. And didn't, how did it work out? Didn't even wash the underwear. No, that's what? not true. Okay. I, did, I did. I did. I did. I'm kidding. <laughs> Okay, Clothes that's... were washed. Okay. But did they win? They lost the last game, so now that outfit's out. <sighs> they lost okay. one nothing. So the outfit's done. Throw it all out. Well, that's interesting about you. I didn't know that you were uh you such su- a knockout. You're not wood, superstitious? So... Not really. No. Actually I kind of I have get the... it from my grandmother though. She was real like really she had like some so and I kind of follow this too because it's weird. The the door so if she walked into a, a building or a house, right, you know. She had to walk out the same door, no matter what. Really? So she couldn't go in the front, come out the back, and then go home. No kidding. Unless, God forbid, there was a fire or an emergency. Or or like, if this was an entrance only and an exit only, then you couldn't go against that. But but if you could <laughs> conceivably walk out the door you entered, yeah. I still try to do that. Like when, when I go into the conference room here, the newsroom sometimes, yeah. I'll go in and then like we'll go look at something like a tape or something and they all walk out the I always walk I walk back out the door I came in to walk around. Um 
I've just told you basically I'm a freak, right? No, this is great. Actually, I'm just you know uh, taking in all these notes. Yeah. Yeah, like I feel like if I ever need to fuck with you, I'll just like tape a bunch oh of my like. God. If uh, you start throwing like tail pennies yeah. at me, I'm like dead. <laughs> just like psych you out, right? Oh, I'll be I'm like, going to use this before a contract negotiation. I'll be freaking absolutely. out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Pen- like, oh, the, here we go. Oh, hey, here's a ta- <laughs> What's that tails penny doing on your... Uh, <laughs> I'm just uh, kidding. Patrick, did you walk out that door? You came in? People start that freaking out That is fascinating. And what did your grandmother... What did she always think? What was it? Just luck? Like it was just good luck Guess to walk in and out of the same I mean, listen, health? She had a tough life too. And so it was just in her mind. Yeah, like you that. Know, yeah. Um, and she was my favorite person in the world. So uh, I kind of follow it. In a weird way. Interesting. I okay. might be taking it up to a level of uh, we need an intervention from a health professional here. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's, that was, that was weird. <laughs> Where's the borderline OCD? Oh, we're there. We're, <laughs> no, we're not. We're close. <laughs> when it comes to that, everything else, I don't care. Like, I don't need like papers in order. Like, my pen could be crooked. And, yeah, like, I don't care. Well, you know what? That's a new revelation about yeah. you. I figured I'd come clean on Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. That's really good. But, no, beside family, I mean, listen, job, healthy. Um, I know. Yeah. Those things are all really I good. I mean, listen, like, they're all cliche. You know, it's just yeah, but it's, my dogs. But it, I know. And, and your my cats. Dogs. Your, you daughter, love those my cats. My daughter's cats. Your daughter. Your which da- will soon be mine. <laughs> Why is she going to give them? I'm going to steal them. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know you were such a pet person. That's so funny. Oh, dogs for sure. I didn't know I was a cat person. Well, I'm her cat person. Her right. cat's person. Like I don't know if I'm other cats person. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're really attached to her cats. My God, they were awesome. They're awesome. They're so what else? That's it. We're wrapping up. I think it's. I think okay. it's a wrap. I think we're boring people now. With my, with my no, OCD. No, I feel like this super... is the most exciting. Like we should skip all politics. Yeah, we need to go more public. A little politics, like at the top, maybe, and then maybe like a few political things, but then go. No, I mean, I think this is good. You unfiltered. We learned so much. Yeah. Really, it's the best. I mean, I can't wait to discover other things. I mean, I didn't think you were this interesting, but you know, it's beginning to heat up. <laughs> I no, I'm just kidding. That, you know what? That's a compliment. I didn't think you. We've only done thirty-five podcasts together. I've known her for <laughs> six years, seven years, eight years, you ten were years. To lose me, I was like, "Is there is there anything the guys had no heart?" What's I didn't going think on here? he was that interesting. Okay, whoa, wow. Just kidding. I love giving you a hard time. I'm There's kidding. something about you that's just—it's fun I, to. I just will bust say though, chops. the opposite. I never thought you were uninteresting. Really. But wait, what's that? But now that's good. Okay, is that? I think you're a little, you think you're a little you're like, insane, but I'm totally crazy. Yeah, and I actually sometimes <laughs> I actually am beginning to question my judgment, like because it's so. <laughs> I do that every day. <laughs> Seriously, I do that every day. I sometimes am. You know, I am so like about life exploration, and I I don't I never really judge people because I'm always fascinated by their lives, like how they live their lives. But I recently had this incident where someone was like, "Why didn't you? You really need to say something to this person about their behavior." And I'm like, "I do," because to me, I just never really like. You want, even, so are you keep the peace type person? No, I just feel like um, I don't really. It's not my position to judge a person. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's true. But. I don't know. I'm a little bit of a wild woman, so I. I, I'm, I don't like, believe you have to try to save people from themselves unless they're being truly destru- uh, destructive but you to them or someone else. Well, you then I this. will intervene. But like, if if somebody's an asshole, excuse my language, I don't care. It's not my job to tell them not to be one. Right. Or if they're being rude, like like I just won't associate with that but person. Like I'm not going to go up to someone and say, "Hey, stop being rude," or "I don't like you." Blah blah blah. I just will ignore you. I won't talk to you. Like, I remove you from my circle of life. Okay, but how does it go in business when you have a client or you hire somebody and you think, oh, this person seems like so buttoned up, like they have it so together. Then you go out to dinner with them and then they totally act crazy and they're completely inappropriate. Listen, I, it, well, like, inappropriate's different. confess <clears throat> like all of their past issues. Like, did then... That's a pretty you, close client there, Sarah. <laughs> I mean, what are we talking... Are we, are we no, talking about clients about, or something else? tell me that I attract crazy this happens to me all the time or do you attract crazy or do you are you the type of person that people feel they could tell you their deep dark secrets i think that's it because i this or open up to you 
do you look? Are you like their therapist? I think that's what happens. Yeah, so no one, no one looks at me and says, "Oh, I think Patrick's a therapist." <laughs> the truth. So that's I don't have to worry about that. That's the truth. <laughs> this happens to me without fail. Like I go out to visit, to dinner with these people who are they have they run successful businesses, and then we're out to dinner. They completely like but all think, of their I think, issues. I would think almost we're all messed up in some way. See, right? that's my thought too. Yeah. So why? So I'm always like, look. Are, do you are it's you like these honest perfect, in your perfect, business? Perfect, perfect families on like Facebook. They're like no, you're not. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're like hiding. Yeah, they're hiding people in their basement or something. Right, right. <laughs> See, and that's how I always feel too. I'm like, are you honest in business? Like, are you? You know, why do I care that you have all these past relationship issues and all these things? So do you, you know, and then me excluded. <laughs> do you care if your boss is a jerk? Um. See, that's uh, that's a really hard one. Because, see, I have worked in radio for someone that was, like, a tyrant. But that person was, I would also say, bi- untreated bipolar. Okay. I don't mind. No. Well, I didn't say tyrant. And nor did I say abusive. I just meant, like, you just know they're just not a great person. But but they're not doing that anything. That wouldn't bother me. Yeah. It, but the, the, the only thing that bothers me. There's some they need to only work, you know, well, it's better to work for a boss that yeah. you like and that you respect. Or at least you can and respect that, and, yeah. and I can't deal with the uh, the the tyrant and the bipolar. You know, you, if you work for someone that one day the boss is like, everybody's great, everything is great. The next day they don't want to speak to you. It's like it can't yeah, be too high say, and I've low. Been, I've been I've been very fortunate in that regard with bosses. I had one person who. Was a little, uh, you know, you do something in the morning and then you do the same thing in the afternoon. In the afternoon, it was a huge problem. In the morning, it was like, you're the greatest person in the world. Okay, how did you feel about that? That's well, hard to work for, I think. Yeah, it didn't happen often. It happened sometimes. I, I honestly used to think they, they had something going on in their lives that made put them in a bad mood in the afternoon. So I just kind of, as long as it wasn't impacting, like I didn't confront them or anything. It was my boss. No. And it wasn't to the point of like where it was impacting my ability to do my job. So I didn't care. I don't care either. And now like I never care. Like <laughs> I use you as an example. But like you and I have always gotten along really well. But there, sometimes we have disagreements. But like I never care if you call me and yell at me. Like I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I just like it doesn't like I don't yeah, think I will about say, that the next day. It's an interesting point you make. I, I will say too many people think take things personally Yeah, I don't work. take it anymore. I used to, but I don't anymore. It's not personal. Well, listen, I shouldn't say that. Some bosses make it personal. I never, I can honestly, I never make it personal. It's business. Yeah. I've said this before. I agree. All my decisions are based on, you know, listen, I, I, re, I like you. I respect, not you personally, but, but people. But in general, work, yeah, yeah. yeah I always, listen, I, it's fine. Like, you know, respect, like, associate, but it's business. I, and I said this before, I only know you because of business. Well, and to your credit, I think that you're good at, and I, I try to do this too, is like, I always can see whether, if there's a disagreement, like you also, you have a position to defend. This is your, I always try to put myself in your shoes. No, and at I the think same, you're at good some at point too. though, the you, boss you is the boss. Are fair that way. I have bosses. You have bosses. Yeah. At some point, the boss is the boss, right? And you oh, get yeah, to literally. choose if you want to participate in that <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's world. You yeah, mean, that's and, true. And you don't have to. Listen, it's one good thing about being a boss is I, the people who work for me don't have to agree with me. Now, if I'm a good boss, I'm listening to them. I'm, I'm getting their feedback. I'm right. um, engaging with them. I'm listening, you know, and maybe even changing my, hopefully at times, changing my perception on something or decision on something. But at the end of the day, I'll listen. But right. I'm, I'm the boss. And I'm going to, and just like my boss. Yeah, right. You you have to answer to someone too. Yeah, that's a true. lot of people. Yeah, yeah. No, I do. Right. But listen, I think um, you know we got off track here a little bit, but yeah, I think it's. Uh, I've worked for jerk bosses before. Yeah, I don't care. I haven't minded either, as long as as long as it doesn't cross the line, and as long as it's not impacting my ability to do work or my health. Like I'm not talking about yeah, the obsessive, it's... crazy bosses who drive people crazy and. No, I'm by no means am I saying that's acceptable. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, put it this way: I, my boss doesn't have to be up for like humanitarian of the year world. <laughs> like, I, I don't care. Yeah. Right. No, I, I I'm with you, but I, I didn't always feel that way. But I think now, you, 
But you've, I just take you've it matured, less personally. And I don't mean yeah. that. I don't mean that kiddingly. I mean you've matured and you've grown, and you realize that. Plus, you have options, right? People have options. Now, yeah. a lot of people, unfortunately, in this world, don't have options where they work, and that's where I think. Yeah, that's a tough. They position. need protection and so forth, but. You know, listen, a lot of people we deal with in this industry, they have options. Yeah. They can work many places, and we try to create an environment that people do want to come here and work and stay. Right. Um, but, but it's tough, yeah, because you're right, and, and a lot of people do have a lot of options Plus, it's a competitive now, it's a, it's business, It's very right? competitive, yeah. We're not in, like, no offense to telemarketing. Oh, well, telemarketing can be competitive. Like, we're not, like, an insurance agency, and even right. that can be competitive. I'm just trying to think of something like we're not, you know, we're not nine to five do do your computer work and go home type of business. Right. It's competitive. Yeah. And we're sur- we're trying to survive in an industry that's getting more and more fragmented and more and more difficult. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah, by you the have way, a tough landscape. By the way, last thing, I've heard like five or six more sweet piece promos from one station in this market. I literally name, want name name. No. Name. <laughs> they know who they are. I I tweeted the other night. I know who it is no, too. No. <laughs> I love it so much whenever I, I see it. I tweeted laugh. the other night. It, like I'm not making this up. Like dark music, you know, the deep voice. Literally, I'm driving home and it's like, yeah, we had a guy who, uh, we found someone who had their car just blow up and cars are bursting into flames unexpectedly um, next week at 11. (laughs) By the way. Could your car be ready to kill you? If cars are blowing up unexpectedly. And you're sitting on that as a news organization until November. <laughs> that was I like that tweet. We have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a news organization, right? Come on, be better. Be better. I agree. Like stop this 1975 news crap. I agree with you, but I then I always think maybe it works. Maybe they're doing it because they feel like it. Trust does me, work. I see the ratings. It's not <laughs> working. <laughs> Well, Patrick, Sarah, have, have a great, great Thanksgiving. Yes, ditto, ditto. Um, where can people Patrick, follow you? Patrick, GM, Fox 5 DC. Eat awesome. a lot of turkey, drink some, be merry, get into the holiday spirit. Did you buy any Christmas gifts you. yet? You're like a, you're like a PSA for hope. I what am. What is going on? <laughs> Listen, I am a, I'm, that's going to be my new name, Hope. Hope. Patrick Hope. Hope Pellini, Pellini. okay. <laughs> We've done a 180 here. I'm a pretty good person. I've done no Christmas shopping. None. Oh, pfft. Not a thing. We're going away, so I think that's our gift. Yeah, see, that's like so much better. Yeah, my family's at that point too. They're like, let's figure out a vacation. No one wants to like buy anyone gifts anymore. Like, <laughs> we're like just not celebrating any of the holidays. <laughs> it's yeah. terrible. You get to that point. Okay, All right. um, follow Patrick on the Polini Perspective on Facebook. We'll see you guys after the holidays. Sounds great.